and welcome to The Connected Generation. My name is Nikia Anani and I'm your host. This week I was joined by a dynamic duo from India, Vinayak and Nehal, um, co-founders of a community called Kin and Kith. Through Kin and Kith, they seek to provide a platform through which next gens from all over the world can engage, interact with each other, um, jointly find solutions to their problems within their family businesses. They both they both are from family businesses, um, both next gens in their family businesses, and we had a fascinating conversation on common challenges next gens typically face as they integrate, as they seek to preserve and steward the family business across generations, and the importance of community and how Kin and Kith, the work that they do in seeking to serve next-gens and bring about a greater impact, not only on an individual basis, but also through a wider systemic community social change. So I'd encourage you to tune in. They're fascinating, fascinating, super intelligent duo, and enjoy. Hello, Vinayak and Nehal. Welcome to The Connected Generation. I'm so excited to have you today. Thank you I, so much, Megan. Thank you so much. Hi. And it's our uh, pleasure to be here and interact with you. Definitely. Yeah, it's so cool how we are in completely different corners of the world. And uh, we have such strong commonalities between our journeys, our passions, our work. So I'm really excited to get into this. So we'll start with you, Vinayak. Um, Tell us more about you, your life story, um, how how you got to where you are today, how you, um, and more about your family business. Thank you, Nikkei. Uh, thank you so much for inviting us. And it's a pleasure for me to be here. So my name is Vinayak, everyone. And I started my journey in my family business when I was nine years old. That's what I tell everyone. That's the first time I was exposed to the business. And that is when I got a taste of what it looks like when I saw my parents doing it. When I grew up, I did my education and schooling from a city called Jaipur, where I currently live and where my family business is. And my family business is into manufacturing of silver jewelry and exports. So we're basically outsourcing manufacturing units for a lot of different brands across the globe. And what we do is we manufacture jewelry. So Mm -hmm. uh, I did my education and I did my MBA. And after that, I joined my business four years ago. And uh, it was not a piece of cake. Uh, Like the first day when I had to go to work, I couldn't. And I was so anxious. So was your, your business, was the business founded by your, your Yeah, father? so I'm the second generation. So you're the second um, generation. Okay. It, 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 it was actually founded by my mother and my father. Uh, then they were mm-hmm. uh, like diversified from his business to this business. And then mm-hmm. uh, both of them started working on the same business. So it's I'm the second generation. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I joined the business, I was so anxious about going to work even though I was always a part of it I had much more knowledge than any of my friends having about their own business Mm. but I couldn't just go because I was like what will people think of me and how will it uh, will I even get accepted because when I think of myself as a person I always think that for me acceptance is above anything I need Mm. to do everything in my life to get accepted and Mm. when I thought that this is one place where I'll never be accepted I realized that I can't go so I slept all day long I did not go to work the first day second day my parents asked me why didn't you come today I'm like I'll come from tomorrow 
so then the next day i went to work and then slowly slowly i had to take the tasks on but i realized that my parents don't know what roles or responsibilities to give me because mm. there was no induction plan for me nothing but i did not know what are these things i just knew the mba knowledge i had from my university so i just kept quiet and realized i have to think take things uh, slowly and see what is given to me and i mm. do that then um, sl- then re- i realized that my parents started giving me responsibility i was responsible i made a lot of mistakes but i realized that still the the communication the harmony between my parents and me uh, would be really really different when it was work or when it was personal life so i realized that it's not easy for an extent Mm. and uh, that is a little bit about me i would like to tell about how we came up with kiran kid but i for that we need to know neha's journey for sure yes let's let's um, let's bounce to neha tell us more about yes. you um a new journey and then yes thank we'll you so much vinaya yeah definitely nikhil um so actually me and vinaya are from the same city but we never knew each other uh i come from a family full of bureaucrats so everyone with really comfortable lives uh, you know working for big corporates and uh, never thinking about entrepreneurship or family business as an option till my father actually decided to start an apparel export business and mm. i i was pretty little at that time and i remember going to work with him uh, when i say work i actually mean the rooftop of our ancestral home where he would have a small room he would you know go there and work and in the morning uh, as he would you know pace up i would with a bag full of coloring books and crayons follow him so mm. you know pr- pretty you know at a pretty early age i was exposed to that environment of working in a business mm. all the not hands on i was still coloring my coloring books uh, but just seeing him put in that much time and effort yeah you know like there would be times when we would have family gatherings and everyone would be around but my father would you know be at work making mm. sure that everything is going on smoothly you know sometimes that's such turn off for people where they want to have a clear divide between work and private life but for me as a young kid looking at that i really felt that okay this is something that's so exciting he's so dedicated to his work and that's what i want to do as well so when i grew up i decided to get a degree in business management did that and then funnily enough i decided to first join a corporate so mm-hmm. i worked with the corporate for uh, a couple of years and then eventually moved back to the city to work with my family uh, were into real estate hospitality education so mm. quite a diverse group of uh, things that i had coming my way which i had <laughs> zero to no training for mm. and as soon as i came in you know coming from a typical corporate background where you have these sessions where you brainstorm about what's the next thing that's coming up and how do we uh, stay relevant for the coming years and how to be agile instead mm. the conversations in the family rooms were very different i had multiple people by this point you know who would become a part of the larger family business and it was not just my father running the show it was my uncles my aunts my mm. mother my grandfather and everyone so it was something that you know uh, was a big consortium of people and making sure that getting your voice heard in front of all of these people um making sure that you're able to really make a difference Mm. that was something that became really tricky especially coming from the expectation i had as a kid where i would be able to do things that i wanted to do be creative and be able to chart my own journey it was something that was uh you know quite quite uh, quite on the opposite mm. uh but I, as i started working i realized that you know some things about family uh 
about having this you know union of people who have a common interest is really working and is giving us good results but at the same time there were some challenges also that came you know along with the said family mm-hmm. and uh, you know when you are a part of a family business it's always the culture where you don't want to kind of go around telling your friends that oh, i have this problem in my family business you know it's it's quite on the down low you have to be like really shasha she can't talk mm-hmm. about these problems to your family you can't talk about these problems outside of your family so it, it became a, a tricky spot and uh, that's when you know me and vinak met through you know uh, one, of, one of these social occasions and coming from similar backgrounds and both of us living in the same city where a lot of people have similar backgrounds we realized that you know the problems that we were facing were not unique to just me or him they were mm. quite common amongst all of the other people that we had in the room with us and actually that helped us realize that the issues that we are facing as next gen who want to make a difference who want to make sure that their organization is ready for the future who wants to who want to make sure that their family is on the same page as them all of these things are challenges that next gen faces on on an everyday basis and that really you know stirred the stirred one of the first few you know uh, motivations for us to start working on kin and kit uh it was all out of you know the personal misery that we had to face the personal troubles <laughs> that we had to go through that on this road uh yeah so that's actually how we met and uh, we started talking about our issues and the issues of so many other people and we realized that we really wanted to do something to not just help our own situations and our own problems but also to a lot of other people because mm. for a large part we realized that people didn't realize that this was a problem mm. they thought that mm-hmm. this is how things go mm. to to a large extent we were solving a problem people didn't even know existed So yeah Vinak uh, do you want to cover more about what kin and kin is and what do we do um, Yeah way I I just want to you 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 both touched on so many points that are just so um apt yeah. Um Vinay you spoke about when you joined your family business your parents not having clarity as to what roles to give you you know the roles and responsibilities you just were kind of drifting there can you speak more to how you dealt with that how did were you able to carve a niche Absolutely. for yourself were you or did you remain a generalist hmm. yeah so um, you know people you know, i i we often meet with next gen who tell us that their parents are not giving them the right work to do i really like marketing but uh, i've been given a finance role or something that we often hear things like this but you know it's not their fault they, they even they don't know what to do with the next gen So, so 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 in india especially there are so many businesses that have uh, a very big gap between the founder and the mm. level of employees that are there there are in family businesses there are no managerial positions it's either in labor intensive or uh, kind of things so mm. uh, you you're running a business with low key managers and suddenly a well educated mba person comes to the business you really don't know what to give them so uh, it's not their fault they don't know what to do hmm. so i realized I've, at first i used to fight a couple of times i fought with them like you don't even have any idea of what you expect from me i might as well go get a job so uh, then i realized that it's not their mistake 
so i i what i did was i started looking for the different things and i started doing different things uh started mastering different processes of my business and started learning the technical side first where i learned how things are being done how jewelry is being made when where is the machine used and all of those things first then i realized i need to know the marketing side the sales side and all of those things mm-hmm. after learning and working in all of the sections of my company i realized that the maximum thing i am good at the maximum i am good at is talking to people mm-hmm. and i realized business development is my thing so uh, i i i am a, i i if need be i can take care of anything in my business but what mm-hmm. i do on a daily basis is sales marketing looking at different accounts accounts as in our customers clients the entire crm uh, what is going where is going uh, how new getting new orders talking to people making sure everything is right with everyone making sure everything is right in the company if mm. need be i can make jewelry myself mind you <laughs> but wow. i don't need <laughs> i have people for that but the thing is i love uh, so i i i tasted everything and realized that what i am good at what mm. align what aligns my purpose with my business's purpose and that's mm. the way to go for someone to be a next change maker and we mm. realized that me me coming in the business development side actually got us a little more business when i realized that okay i am i am i feel really comfortable i don't feel that there's a lot of work that i have to do but i am doing a lot of work so uh, that that actually that's the journey i took to figure out what to work for in my family business incredible incredible and you know how you spoke about um having your voice heard having your voice heard in a system of so many voices can you speak more to how did you navigate that so uh nikhil this is something that we hear about so often you know as kids uh, you always told that you know the harder you study the better grades that you that you have uh, mm-hmm. you know the more time and effort that you put into something the better the results uh but actually when you're in a family business and you know when you've just started out you're full of enthusiasm you're full of all of these new theories that you've studied and you know as soon as you dive in you kind of want to experiment with all of these things you you want to make sure that you know you start working since you know the day you start since day one uh but the experience of actually being a part of a family business is quite different uh mm. when you're working with a group of people versus when you're working alone these people need to have a sense of you know trust in you they need to mm-hmm. be able to rely on your decisions something that they've not done before mm. before this you know they always looked at you as a young kid who went to school who went to college who's taken you know these trips with the family and now has decided to come into the business and change everything and turn everything you know over to its head now being uh, being at at a position where you know you you as as a family member or as a manager or as a key you know decision maker everything is some everything is something you're responsible for mm-hmm. so you know make, there there's this really you know difficult situation of making sure that you're giving enough space to a next gen to flourish mm-hmm. and at the same time making sure that the business is not suffering because of it Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know through kin and kit with all the courses that we have although they are catered specifically towards the next gen and helping them educate themselves and be better for these roles but we also have you know trainings and sessions 
for the previous gen because okay. you know it is the process of you know making a difference making an impact making a change in your organization is not something that can only be done by one generation it is something which requires both the generations to come together so you know as an individual i personally only had my voice heard much later even though i had ideas of changing things even though i had ideas of you know improving things since day one i had to foster a level of trust within the family i mm-hmm. had to gain that level you know that level of credibility for them to be able to rely on my gut and take a decision and that is something that you know we often see a lot of next gen in in those couple of months couple of years they the more they end up becoming very dissatisfied with work where they feel that they are not you know they uh, their parents spend so much money and so much resources in getting them these fancy degrees that have made them capable enough of thinking from a perspective different of and now when actually they are on the field trying to do something they the wings are cut off mm-hmm. yeah so you know like it, it's really a balance as a next gen uh, you know you really need to see that all the changes that you wanting to push through are going to take a while but as a senior gen as well you need to know that if you don't give that room for you know this young next gen that you have in the room they are quickly going to get dissatisfied and demotivated and the pro- the process of them growing into the leader that you want them to be is going to you know go is going to take much much longer than you had planned So I, think, yeah. I really mm-hmm. think it's coming together of both those generations. I I certainly totally, totally agree and incidentally I was I was on a call last week and um someone asked a question that you know we're seeing less next gens entering the family business. And yeah. so they asked the question and they said why do we think that is? And someone in the audience was like well it's because you know the founding gen have the entrepreneurial spirit and then by the time it gets to the next gen the next gen are more pampered more spoiled um just know how to spend money and don't know how to make money and i was like i i beg to differ i think there might be some next gens like that however i think it's an issue of autonomy and a voice and there's something quite unique about our generation of millennials and gen z we yeah. want sovereignty over our voices we want to walk in spaces and for our voices to be honored whether or not we leave and yeah. so yeah. it's even more critical now for the now gen like you're saying to make room for the next gen whilst obviously protecting the business to not yeah. micromanage the next gen um be available to coach and guide um yes. so that requires different level of skill so so yeah completely completely agree i'd love to learn more now about kinan kids because you guys have spoken a little bit about it but i'd like to hear more i know it's a community for next gens um but tell us more so essentially kinan kids uh, you know uh it's it started off because of all of the personal troubles that me and vinayak had uh and we really thought that we wanted to first you know make all of these people who are part of you know different family businesses come together on a common platform and be able to talk about things i mean just we have so many people who 
feel alienated because of their experiences in their family businesses that they're not able to speak about those they're not able to talk about those with mm. any anyone even in cities like uh, like you know in small cities where there are so many family businesses people often feel that they are not able to easily talk about the struggles that they face you know uh it, it, something that comes to my mind is 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 the fact that there are so many times when you know there are there are uh, when you when you join an organization when you join your family business uh you have you know arguments with your family on how you want things to go and that sometimes uh, for a younger generation they feel that it's a very alienating process where it's like them against a group of people but it's 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 only a matter of time when these people realize that it's not just them it's any and every next gen out there who is on this path because mm-hmm. that's what the journey looks like mm-hmm. all of us have been you know we've not been given enough training to know that this is the normal this is yes. what is going to happen when you join yes. your family business it is not going to be uh like a fancy corporate job where you handed out a job description on day 1 where you know you're you're put in a box where you told this is what you do this is what you don't do because as you're growing and as you're growing in that organization your family is also growing to understand your role in the firm mhm these are firms that are still at a stage where they continue to grow so you know for uh, the now generation or the previous generation or the current generation they sometimes you know have their hands full and they're not there like you said to coach and mentor these people yeah even though that this is the stage where mentorship and coaching is what they need the most yeah and that's where you know we we realize that that's where is a space for a community like kin and kit where a you have all of these people coming together and have you know the ability to freely talk about these experiences that they have and b to get the right mentorship and coaching even if that's not from people that are already in the business but with people who've had significant years of experience training and guiding next generation members of successful family businesses so we have you know uh, our mentors have an experience of over 100 plus years you know spanning across different industries they've already trained over 200 plus next gens and they come in and you know you get the time to understand and contextualize your own situation and chart for your own self how do you want to you know get to the other end as a more evolved and as a brighter leader for your own organization mm-hmm. since so many times you know this is something that we expect internally and we don't get that support we like you rightly mentioned there are so many people who end up taking these things for granted mm-hmm. i mean it's easy that if if i come into a business and if i try my hands on a couple of things and if i'm not being given that space or if i'm not being able to comprehend what i'm supposed to do and what i'm not supposed to do it it's it's a very quick thing for me to you know uh make sure that okay the money that i'm getting oh i should go and spend that if there's no need for me at work might as well make some other use of my time mm-hmm. and you know research shows this that people with wealth people who come from you know so, so much wealth they have really high cases of drug abuse yeah. they have really high cases of you know suicides and all of these things even though you would think otherwise mm-hmm. you would think that you know they're coming from such good families that they wouldn't have such issues but it's quite quite the contrary 
Mm. So we wanted to have, you know, a community for people who are part of these next gens. So they, as a group, are able to help each other, motivate each other. At the same time, they get access to coaching and mentorship from experts around the world, so that they can, in their own journeys, expedite their own growth stories. And that's what we do. We have different sessions. We we have a community. We have proper educational platform where we have different mentors, different students coming from you know different backgrounds. We have people who also like you know people who've just completed college and now are going to join their family businesses. We also have people who are now going to you know move from one role in the organization, let's say from a functional role to a leadership role. You know who are going to go and take on more important roles in the organization. There are specific courses for that stage as well. And like I said, you know, nothing is in vacuum. All of these things can only be successfully implemented and. all of the you know various statistics that we discuss about the success of family businesses can only be ensured if the training goes both ways not just one generation but all generations Incredible. so you know sessions mm-hmm. for different staff sessions for the the current generation as well mm-hmm. so that they you know make that perfect you know runway for the next generation to be able to you know fly and take their wings So it's really we try to you know we've, we've tried to inculcate a holistic environment for the growth of any and every next gen because that's something that we as individuals really looked for when we started our journeys and we lack that and we don't want anyone else to feel that way. So I hope that answers your question. Oh no, I absolutely love it. Um, I mean, you were talking about how a lot of the time next gens feel very alone. Um, feel very lonely i guess in their unique situations and what you're doing is yeah. you're making them realize that they're not alone because there's a distinction between being lonely and alone. being alone they're not alone yes. um, there are others just like them and you're connecting them and yes. giving them that safe space where they can share they can learn from each other they can support each other it's super important i want to pick mm-hmm. up on you you've mentioned this now twice on how you believe that it's insufficient to equip the next gen with tools and resources but it's also critical to also address the now gen um can you speak more as to what you do with the now gen the areas yeah okay yes absolutely um, okay nearly want to take it no go ahead please yeah. so no, basically you know uh, we we hold a lot of sessions wherein we actually uh, call the senior gen of all our next gen that is there on our platform and we tell them to come together so there are two types of sessions uh, in so i'll just walk you through what we do so one of our courses is named next gen induction so what mm-hmm. we do in that course is that we actually have carved out a proper structure on how the next gen has to be inducted in a particular business and a particular family business so our sessions are very experiential in which we have role plays and case studies on how uh, an induction should take place so one of those sessions in that course is where the next gen has to come with the senior gen so that mm-hmm. we can communicate with the senior gen how they have to induct the next gen and how they can sit in the same room and listen to us take knowledge and uh, go ahead with it other than that all our other courses which has next gen there are sessions for their senior gen as well which they are mm-hmm. attending we have a lot of webinars that we conduct for senior gen that uh, for example there's one on the art of letting go that's the mm-hmm. biggest problem senior gen has is that they cannot <laughs> let go 
yeah. I'll be very honest with I'll you. I'll be interested my, to see, yeah, to my see parents, that. My parents, my parents, my father is 63 and my mother is 58 and they work as much as I do. And I actually, mm-hmm. I would like to quote, I work as much as they do. Because, <laughs> you know, we, we're, we're constantly working and they're like, they don't, they want to work till the end. And they, they don't see that. They, they don't feel, they, they're more enthusiastic than me sometimes. They can't let go. They cannot think of letting go. In India or in family businesses, we never have conversations about how, what is going to happen after me, what is uh, going to, hmm. uh, there are many things. So the, the biggest problem the next senior generation goes through is the art of letting go. So we have yeah. a session that we do on the art of letting go for our community members. And there are many different things because, you know, it's, it's like in India, in Hindi, we have a saying, I would not say it in Hindi, but what it means is that you can only clap with two hands. So uh, uh, you need both the hands to, to clap. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it requires a lot of effort from both the sides for this, in, uh, for this transition to take place. For the legacy to be continued because you know as much as we educate the next gen and talk about how they need to be prepared for all the journey that they're going to get or how they should be ready for all the anxiety and all the all the self-doubt that they'll have but we also need to educate the senior gen and tell them how they can reduce this anxiety how mm-hmm. they can make an effort as well of uh, making sure that the next gen is inducted properly and the journey is smooth because if they, yeah. if they do, do not make an effort, how much will the next gen try? Only till a certain point. Because, uh, you know, there are three things that we always tell. And actually, um, our mentor tells us, and I really, really like that, is that you need three things to be successful in life and to be there in your journey. Well, first is courage. You really need courage to be there in your own journey. You need perseverance mm-hmm. and you need resilience. Mm-hmm. These three things are really important for one's journey and anyone's journey on this planet. If you have these three things, uh, you're definitely going to succeed in life. So all these three things need to be there from both the ends, from the senior gen, from the next gen. And if both of them work together, it's only wonders. You know, in India, this 79% of our GDP comes from family businesses. That's mm. a very big mm. And with India not being... I mean, India has mm-hmm. not seen failures till now in family business. Only very little, like um, I think one tenth of a percent. And uh, oh. <clears throat> because our, 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 like they're succeeding, the statistics that say that 4% family businesses survive after the third generation, all this is actually in Austin. The study was done in Texas and most of Midwest, wherein mm. uh, the came with this uh, that 4% businesses survive but in India's people have only seen survived family businesses the transition is only happening now after independence and this, uh, and people don't know so uh, they need to they need to be educated and then senior then needs to know that this problem is urgent it's important to be taken care of and only then can the legacy survive and the next oh, gen you know yeah. people people go to counselors people go to advisors people go to family business uh, consultants and uh, try to figure out what their value statement is. They need to know that uh, they they can they can roam around the world, but the answer is in their own house with the next gen. That they need to work together, communicate, and take it forward. And the legacy is only going to take being take. It can only be like it can only be taken care of or taken ahead with the next gen. Mm-hmm. The senior gen yeah. will go someday. The next gen will also have to give it to the next gen, right? So mm-hmm. that that's that's very important and. 
once that happens uh, in a smooth way uh, i think it's only wonders and the next gen will be the next change maker and the enabler for growth i completely completely agree i loved the proverb you said please say it in hindi about you can only clap with two hands i want to hear it. i want to <laughs> it, it's like tali do haath se bajti hai Okay. Like this. <laughs> you can only clap with two hands. It takes two, right? It's not just on one side of the table that work has to be done. And I love what you said about courage, perseverance and resilience. Um and then you mentioned something about um it's in typically in India you don't really have conversations with the now gen about what happens after me. Can you speak more about that? Yes, absolutely. I think Neil you have a lot for that please. So I actually missed that question because uh, my earphones got disconnected. Oh, Nikki, okay. Would you mind repeating the question for me? Yeah no no problem. So um Vinayak was mentioning that um you know the whole conversation of the founder saying to the founder um you know letting go of the business. um it's very difficult to have a conversation with them about what will happen after dad or after mom can and i just wanted to unpack that a little bit more so you know uh, this is something that's not very common in india you don't talk about death you don't talk about retirement you don't even see a retirement uh, you know hmm. for family businesses specifically uh, you know founder for founders it's it's their baby it's a child you know they they love it as much as they actually love their own children so letting go becomes a difficult process and sometimes this 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 love this feeling of affection sometimes gets in the way of the growth of this baby this business because if like you know 100 or 100 all of the people all of the senior generation members very sorry i think some network issue must have mm-hmm. happened so come I will back continue. I, okay. I already know uh, what she was trying Where to she say. was heading towards uh, so, okay yes so basically in india people don't talk about it um, i don't know how it is in nigeria because we don't America, talk about it either we don't talk yeah. about that Mm-mm. yeah because in the us i have friends and they're like we my parents have planned what is going to be served uh, at their funeral for food mm-hmm. and i'm like we've <laughs> like now, for example me before i before we start we started working on kin and kit i was i'm still not that comfortable but i was i was always afraid of the conversation about my parents not being there mm-hmm. so it's not it's the value system that is being driven in our country that we never talk about it's 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 only even if somebody is passing away at a age of 110 uh, it's still uh, it's still not a good thing so mm-hmm. uh, so it, it's it's very very uh, like it's typical indian and uh, i think it's more of the second and the third world countries actually uh, yeah. where people people don't talk about uh, death because i have friends in the uk and they they they're very comfortable talking about that oh, because yeah. it's it's eventually going to happen so uh, i think uh, in india it's it's very difficult to uh, talk about what's going to happen uh, or maybe if you relate the family business to the three circle model what is going to happen to the family what is going to happen to the ownership what is going to happen to the business nobody knows because nothing is written the biggest family business in india is reliance i don't know if you heard of it yes is, even even the person even the founder of reliance did not leave a will the link leave a will when he died and when wow. they when the business divided uh, i think it was 2004 uh, 
16 17 years ago there was no will to take care of the biggest business of the country we have a population of 0.3 billion imagine the biggest business of our country had no will and uh, the mother actually after the father passed away uh, made sure that everything is divided but then the fa- the business could not go forward one brother is very successful is the richest in the in, in in asia at the moment maybe second or third just just going goes up and down so, so uh, but the, the other brother is uh, he's he's doing well in certain sectors not doing well in some sectors so but if they stayed together they would have been the biggest in the subcontinent yeah mm. so it's it's very difficult so in india people don't talk about it uh, and how do you how do you in terms of succession planning or estate yeah. planning like whether personally or through kin and kills how do you then obviously plan for the future if yes we're not having a conversation about the inevitable which is the the passing away of a founder yeah so uh, we we have courses which are on governance and business okay. structuring and how family governance is very important in businesses and how that can happen but you know people are still like people don't think it's urgent uh people generally yeah. think that okay we'll 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 cross the bridge when we get there but uh-huh. you you're you're not able to cross instantly right governance setting yeah. up governance in a family business takes years it's not a one day job yeah. so but people don't think that so that's that's a big it's a big uh, like it's a concern and it's it's basically very difficult for us to convince people or uh, us to aware like uh, get that awareness in front of people that Uh, it's very important to tackle these issues because mm. you see that in our own family business right no matter the scale you need governance mm-hmm. even in a brick and mortar uh, without that if you don't have structures in place it is bound to fall right mm-hmm. so that that's 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 a that's a difficult conversation to have in our country yeah i and I, I, i i don't know about nigeria if it's similar there it, very similar i loved what you said about people thinking we'll cross that bridge when we get there but you said mm-hmm. you're not able to cross instantly that's such a powerful metaphor because really it's a very progressive slow burning journey right um yeah. the world of succession planning and governance but yeah you were asking is it similar in nigeria very similar we don't like to talk about death we it's seem to be you're invoking it upon you if you speak about it um and so we don't plan for the eventuality this is typically and historically um that the founder will pass away and add on top of that a situation where the children the next generation might be in Canada or the UK US don't actually know anything about the business and so the inevitable happens and then they have to come home sort out the funeral sort out his or her assets um and then what in the world are they going to do with this business typically it just the everything just packs up as the founder passes away yeah sorry nehal we lost you for a little bit just wanted to know if you had anything to add on this whole conversation on difficulty and talking about having difficult conversations in family businesses right i'm so sorry uh something wrong with my network uh but yeah like i i i'm just going to finish what i was trying to say that you know we meet so many members of the senior generation and 100% of them you know not not a couple percent all of them they see the importance of having a good succession plan they understand the importance of uh you know training the next gen making sure that they're able to make the decisions that 
they will have to make eventually in the future as they lead the organization. But, you know, I want to say less than 10% of them actually plan for it. I mean, mm-hmm. globally, we also see this that, you know, if we're talking about succession and these difficult topics, these are things that families do not indulge in. Our, you know, our cultures don't indulge in these conversations. And because of that, we're leaving a lot of room to uncertainty. Mm. And like you rightly said, you know, uh, that uncertainty definitely comes with a lot of costs, not only just monetarily, but emotionally. Oh, yeah. Think about, you know, the family and the turmoil within the family once, an, you know, a senior generation, a key decision maker of an organization has passed. Mm-hmm. It is then the emotional, you know, turmoil for the entire family to navigate through, you know, uh, the how the business is going to be run, how everything is going to be divided, how, what is the way forward. And that actually takes away from the emotional side of, things you know like that is distressing for the family to be able to sustain for a long time on something that they've you know cherished for so long when they have these emotionally straining experiences Mm -hmm. so you know as a culture and even through our courses and you know through all the webinars that we do all the sessions that we do uh, it is actually to tell or to help understand you know help help the senior generation understand that this is important, but also very urgent. You need to act on it. Mm-hmm. And the day you start, success, the sooner you start with succession planning, the better it is. You see, you know, the most successful firms in, in the business, family businesses, they plan for not one, not two, three generations in advance. Mm-hmm. They have a vision for how they want the company to run for the next hundred years. And what, you know, how should the company be structured for the next hundred years? These are things they all plan. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, topics, this is something that we've seen in so many cases. Sibling rivalry is something that's so common because you Mm -hmm. did not establish ground rules when you, you know, had this organization, when you started it, uh, when it was growing. And now when, you know, because of unforeseen circumstances, it is between, you know, five three potential candidates who want to take up that lead, leading role. Mm-hmm. How do you, you know, kind of chart the way further than that? Either you segment your organization and break it down or, you know, someone or the other is going to get hurt. It's either the organization or it's the family members. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is through these conversations that we can instill a sense of urgency in these people. Yes, it's an important thing, but it's also equally urgent because, mm-hmm. These things don't come in, you know, you you don't know about when that day is going to come, when you will have to take that decision, when you will have to invoke, you know, uh, uh, the next of kin. You will have, that. you will not know when that day is. And that's why, you know, making sure that you plan these things in advance. Even in the courses that we have for younger generation, we, we tell them that this is something that you have to also start planning about as soon as you get in the business. Vinayak rightly said that there is also going to be a next generation after the next generation. Okay. And, you know, if you start thinking about the vision of the company, the future of the company, conversations like succession, conversations like, you know, how do you want the future to look for the organization, for the family, for the business are all things that should come into play and are things that should be well spoken about so you know definitely making room for such conversations in family businesses is very important 
completely agree. I so wish we had more time because we're almost out of time. <laughs> I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation with you both. Just wanted to know if anyone wants to join your community, how can they learn more information? Yeah. So we so, have uh, a website. <laughs> it's kinandkids.in, K-I-N-A-N-D-K-I-T-H dot I-N. Uh, you can join our community from there. We're also coming up with an application, which is going to be like a one-touch cool. thing and people can uh, <laughs> people can download it and be a part of our community and get access to all our members uh, and uh, you, and get get access to all the lovely sessions and a lot of activities that we do and provide a safe space for all our next gen. So uh, other than that, we have our Instagram page. People can follow us for a lot of content related to family business and next gen of family businesses. It's called kinandkits.in, K-I-N-A-N-D-K-I-T-H.in, same as our website. And uh, we also write a lot of articles and posts on LinkedIn, uh, which are uh, more on next gen focused and are case based of how very common problems that are faced by next gen and how do people actually solve them. So that's that's our way to join and you can also approach us on our personal LinkedIn's. We're always free to talk and have a conversation if you're an ex-gen or if you do a family business and would love to add any value to our journey if possible uh, from any way possible. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, Nikhil. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yes. Talking to you. Like, that was just, I loved that conversation and it reminded me of conversation I had with a few um, colleagues a few weeks ago on we're having a panel discussion on next generation and the future of family offices family businesses and my colleague Marie Mikkel said it's not just important to prepare next gens um, for the family business but it's also important to prepare the family business for next gens and I thought that was just major light bulb and a lot of the work is not just on the part of the next gen doing the work the leadership work the you know competence confidence and courage and all that but also on the part of the founder to ensure that there's some semblance of structure some semblance of clarity of the system that the next gen is coming into that would really help with discovering where do I fit into this business and what's my role, like Finayak was speaking about in his evolution. And I think also I love the way that they have highlighted that the, there's an importance of not just training next gens, but also training the now gens. And um, I've come across several next gens that come to me in such frustration, just am I expected to be the only one to change? Is there no kind of there's a righteous anger towards like, am I the one to shoulder all the responsibility? Is there no work for the founder to do? Um, does that mean they're always right? Um, and usually this context is when the founder's really refusing to let go and broken many promises. And there's a lot of kind of, you know, deep-seated wounds and anger. And especially in a cultural context where, as young ones, we're expected to be the ones to um, to give to give in, so, so to speak, or um, to make a change and to to yield. That's what I'm looking for to yield. <laughs> Whereas older folk are to you know to be to be obeyed, right? Um, but I think it is important to understand that there's work to be done on both sides of the table. Um, 
on the part of the founder in letting go, part of the founder in ascending from being a boss to being a mentor, and equally on the part of the next gen, right? I think also it's just, it just keeps coming up in various different conversations and that's that next gens are seriously misunderstood. (laughs) And this lack of understanding of next gens can lead to a very, a lot of loneliness, right? Um, and, and like I was saying on the conversation, um, there's a distinction between being lonely and being alone. And you're not alone. Um, it's really important to come into community with people that are like you um, so that you can find that place of safety where you can you can find your voice and you can share your, your struggles and you can jointly learn from each other. I think um, half of the battle is just finding community and feeling like you found a home where you can be yourself and show yourself. And the other half of the battle is then finding the solutions to navigate being in a family enterprise system and how to to navigate all of that. So, so yeah, I would always, always encourage community. So I would definitely, definitely encourage you joining community and start, you can start locally, you can go global. There's so many options out there. If you'd like to have a conversation about this, um, feel free to reach out to Vinayak and Nehal um, to learn more about their community. Thank you so much. Take good care and God bless you.